0: This is the Maxlexia Podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia, all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Lori Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. Welcome to the Maxlexia podcast. The title of this week's episode is the cure for dyscalculia. So that is quite a grand statement. And let me just explain what I mean by that. Certainly the brain wiring of dyslexia and dyscalculia is not what's going to be cured or changed, but I will tell you the secret to years and years and years of success in my work with students with dyslexia and dyscalculia in math has been absolutely mind blowing. And really, this is my wheelhouse. This is my area of expertise. And so I'm going to share that with you. I have found a way to work with dyscalculia with an assistive technology tool that literally virtually eliminates all effects of dyscalculia, and really it is rather quite simple, and yet the results are spectacular. So first of all, uh, a little explanation in terms of dyslexia and dyscalculia and what that means to the brain that they bring to the math portion of their schooling. And a lot of times these students will have a lot of trouble with number sense. And what does that mean? Well, that just means um, a bit of a an inability to comprehend the, the bigness or the weight of numbers and the different weights of numbers. It can play into things like place value, where the understanding of whatever place you put the number, it has a different actual value uh, depending on where it is positioned in the place value chart. It can play into certainly things like the memorization of multiplication tables and we'll get into that in a minute. And it can play into things even like um, in higher up in the schooling perhaps around middle school into things like the integers and the understanding of integers and how they move and direction of integers and that kind of thing. So really there's a lot of stuff here that can be impacted by this difficulty with the number sense. So. Interestingly, what I have found over and over again, working with my students is that we bring this magical assistive technology to work with them. And I'll tell you over and over again, we have considered dyscalculia to be cured. What am I talking about? Well, I am talking about the calculator, and this is something that is pretty well available to most people. But um, in terms of dyscalculia, this is the one thing that's actually going to make a huge difference. And oftentimes what happens is in around grade four in the early years, students are, they've had some early math concepts brought to them, but by around grade four, they're starting to have to memorize the multiplication tables. In my experience, this is one of the times where we start to have red flags come up in the math classroom apart from the the lack of being able to perhaps read at grade level, this is something that could flag that a student has dyslexia or dyscalculia. Now, there are a few things that play into this. Like I said, the number sense uh, and also memorization issues that a lot of students with dyslexia will also have trouble in rote memorization of things, especially if they're not connecting the number with the symbol, um, just like they do in reading, it can be very difficult. So I'll tell you a little story. I had, I had a student uh, once come in with her mother. She was in about grade seven and the mom, the first thing she said to me was "The first thing I want you to do with her is make her memorize her multiplication tables because she's in grade seven and she doesn't know them yet. So I turned to mom and I said, listen, it's possible she will never know them. And I think mom's face just dropped. Because literally I had seen this many times before and recognized that there's not really much point to try to go back and continue to hold people back in their math, just based on a lack of number sense and based on a lack of being able to memorize the multiplication tables. A couple of years later, I began working with her brother, he was very much more down the math path of um, engineering and industrial design and that kind of thing. So he really did want to pursue his education and his professional life that had a math component to it. He really was exhibiting a lot of dyscalculic traits. And for him, really, this was life-changing because we got very solid on the use of the calculator and he was able to go on and do high math and anything that he wanted, like I said, pursuing an engineering and in industrial design an industrial design path so this is really something that can change their lives and they don't have to hold back from where they want to go if there's a math component involved because we can use this assistive technology called the calculator so if you start to see one of your students or one of your children beginning to struggle in grade four with this rote memorization of the multiplication tables and they are struggling in math I would say the first thing you wanna do is make sure that they have calculator accommodation on their psychoeducational evaluation. The next thing is that very early on, right from, right from the get-go, that they are provided with a high quality calculator that they will use basically through their entire schooling. So I want them to be very familiar with the tool that they're using and they get used to practicing with that particular model and that particular calculator so that they're very familiar with it. They use it for homework, they use it for tests, they use it for exams. And that brings me to the fact that in order to use it effectively, they definitely need to be properly trained in how to use it. So this is important in terms of Uh, you know, showing them the steps of how to enter things in the calculator, way to bracket things in terms of fractions and those those types of things really need a solid training. But once that's the case, they'll go ahead and use it absolutely impeccably. Now, they will look at you oftentimes and be punching in 20 divided by one and look at you and say, I know what the answer is, but I need to do this anyway. And I always just say, fine, you go for it. If that's what you need to do, go for it. So apart from that early early um, access to this calculator. They will use it forever, use it in all their homework and in their tests and their exams. The other thing that I would strongly suggest is that it be one with a display where you can see visibly the steps that have been entered into the operation, into the calculator. Because what I have observed in students with dyslexia and dyscalculia, oftentimes they really do miss enter data information into the calculator, they will punch the wrong button, they will punch the wrong operation key. So really to have that visual in front of them on the screen that they're able to double check what it is that they punched in, what it is that they are trying to accomplish with the operation that they're looking to do, they can double check that with the visual as well. So the visual display, absolutely crucial. And I have to say, once you start to see this happen, like I said, you can continue to have them move forward in math without worrying about this rote memorization, even the rote understanding of the weight of numbers. If they have early access and they are properly trained in how to use this assistive technology, the calculator will become their best friend. And I promise you, I've seen it time and time again. I've worked with students and this is definitely what has worked for them that they can go on into high math, they can continue and pursue academic paths and professional professional careers that have a math component to them. So I urge you to, to keep an eye out for this kind of thing in your students or even in your own children, and really, trust me, this is going to be absolutely life-changing for them in terms of math. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia Podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.